Hello, I am Judes Gavrilat. Welcome to another Rappler podcast episode where we discuss facts, nuances, and controversies behind the big issues in the Philippines. This is Rappler's Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang mga issue concerning the country's prison system amid the novel coronavirus outbreak. Several groups and even government officials support the release of Loris offenders, the sick, and the elderly para maligtas sila mula sa virus. Nasaan na ba tayo sa isyong ito? Ano ang concerns ng mga taong sumusuporta dito? At bakit may apprehensions ang ilang government agencies? Kasama ko ngayon si Lian Juan, Rappler's Justice Reporter, to discuss with us the bid for their release. Hi Lian, thanks for joining me today. I wanted to ask first, Siguro, can you give us a backgrounder of the situation sa prison system ng Philippines? Bakit ba ganun na lang yung concern ng mga grupo nung lumabas nga yung balita na meron ng outbreak sa Pilipinas ng coronavirus? Okay, I guess it's not a new information that our jails are really over-congested. Let's start with the BJMP facilities. Ito yung facilities ng mga detainees, meaning this are prisoners on trial. So, wala pa silang sentensya. So, they're under the jurisdiction of the BJMP. And BJMP has a congestion rate of 350%. So, yung number na lang, alam mo na kung gano'n sila kasiksikan. And I think the visuals are not lost on the people. Marami na silang nakita dyan. And sa Bureau of Corrections naman, they have seven penal colonies. Bureau of Corrections, ito na yung may jurisdiction sa mga sentensyado na. Meaning convicts na um, they're serving their sentence. So the new Bilibid prison alone has a 337% congestion rate. So 6,435 lang yung capacity niya. Pero meron siyang 30,426. That's the latest data as of October 2019. So Sobrang siksikan doon and uh, I mean, it's hard to do physical distancing in that kind of congested area. So, ano yung points ng grupo na sumusuporta sa calls na mag-release ng mga prisoners? Kasi, if I remember correctly, hindi lang isa yung grupo na nag-voice ng concern, di ba? Yes, actually, just tonight, the Free Legal Assistance Group led by human rights lawyer Chel Jokno and former Supreme Court spokesperson they were the latest group to support the calls to release prisoner and they sent a letter to the Chief Justice, Chief Justice Justada Peralta. Okay, number one, it's a human rights argument that nobody should be in that kind of facility. Alam mo yun? And lalo na yung mga detainees sa BJMP facilities, these are those um, on trial. Kasi maraming nakakulong na they're not even supposed to be jailed because their charges are bailable. Yeah. Pero wala. Hindi kasi nila afford eh. Mahirap sila. So, imagine parang you would have had a choice not to be in jail except that you're poor and you're there in this pandemic. So, it's really a human rights argument. But the, the groups are making a cost-benefit argument to the government, appeal to the government that if they agree to release prisoners, they will also decongest their jails. So, para it goes both ways. It would be beneficial to the jail system. Gobyerno rin naman yung makikinabang dun, ba? I mean, less money, less resources. 
And I mean, of course, at the congested jail is always better. And parang when when the groups, specifically yung kapatid and other political prisoners groups, when they floated that uh, that proposal, I think during the first few weeks of the outbreak, parang alam mo na agad ko anong magigintogon ng BJMP and ng viewer eh. Ano yung mga, so far diyan mga nakita mo in the past few weeks, ano yung tugon ng mga government agencies na nag-oversee sa mga prisons na to? Okay, we can see that there is a change of heart. My development. Kasi when we first did the story, um, I think kakasimula ng lockdown, we asked the BILG Secretary Eduardo Anyo, and outright he rejected the call. Mm-hmm. Sinabi niya, hindi related ang pandemic sa mga kaso ng mga taong to. They're not at all related. And he said that, actually, they are safer inside. Kasi wala silang exposure eh. So kung sino man yung nag, kung imported man yung kaso ng coronavirus dito sa Pilipinas, they wouldn't have had an interaction with the prisoners. That was his thinking. Mm-hmm. So sa, at outright yon, outright no. Rejected. Uh, but the calls mounted, and not just local calls, because I, I understand that um, the rights chief of the United Nations has also called for this. And it's not like it's isolated in the Philippines. Yeah, but the richer countries like the United Kingdom Mm-mm. is doing this. At, at least, I, I think in your last count, there have been at least six. Yeah, oh. Six countries around the world. So it's not like it's just the Philippines. It's not just it's the, le- the Philippine left who's just calling for it. No eh. It's a global call. Kaya nagkaroon ng unti-unting pag-change of heart. The first to really support this call was the Justice Committee of the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. They supported the call to release low-risk prisoners, the sick and the elderly. And they sent that recommendation to the overall coronavirus task force of the House of Representatives. Mm-mm. So kung i-adopt yun ng House, maganda kasi it will be the stance of the lower chamber. Mm-mm. Pero pinadala rin ng House Justice Committee yung recommendation nila to the BJMP and to the Bureau of Corrections and even to the Supreme Court and the Integrated Board of the Philippines. Basically, every stakeholder para sabing this is our recommendation, please join us. Parang ganon. And doon natin unang nakita yung change of heart. Kasi yung BJMP sumagot sa House Justice Committee and said, you know, we support this. There's nothing, there's nothing more that we want but to decongest our jails and we support this. Pero, sabi nila, it has to be by the order of the court. And I think I understand that somehow. Dahil may kaso yung mga to eh. They're on trial. So, it's really the court which has jurisdiction. So I kind of understand where they're coming from, but it's it was really like a development from being an outright no to saying, okay, we support, pero sa korte manggagaling. And then yung Department of Justice, ngayon ay on the way to deciding na. Kung dati parang hindi siya priority, ngayon they are going to decide. Justice Secretary Menor de Guevara told me he needs at least another week to decide. At nung tinanong yung interagency task force, si Cabinet Secretary Carlo Nograles, he said, pinag-usapan na daw sa IATF, but they're gonna let Secretary Guevara decide. So yun, yun yung progression so far. Pero Lian, I wanted to ask muna yung first part ng uh, answer mo. 
uh, nag-suggest or nag-recommend yung House Justice Committee, tingin mo parang bakit sila napunta sa ganong decision? Kasi we know na yung calls ay galing sa groups na are not really on the same side as the, the government now. Pero parang dito sa issue na to, parang nagkaroon ng parang common understanding. Kasi especially aside from the House, yung DSWD nagsabi rin na they support the call of the House Justice Committee. Tingin mo bakit may ganitong parang scenario na nangyayari? I cannot speculate, pero we can just observe that. For example, yung chairman ng House Justice Committee is Congressman Vicente Veloso. He's the former justice of the Court of Appeals. So siguro gets niya. Gets niya the principle of decongesting jails, humanitarian treatment of prisoners. He gets it. And also siguro dahil they felt that there was a threat. Kasi yung BJMP had to announce that one detainee died of a heart ailment. Pero sinabi ng doktor ng BJMP that there's coronavirus suspicion. So, nag-isolate sila ng 20 detainees and they had to build an isolation facility. And after that, the Bucor followed. So, from saying like for weeks that, you know, we are coronavirus-free, we have this under control, now they have 76 convicts in isolation and 81 personnel in isolation. Hindi nila sinabi kung yung 76 na yun ay nasa Bilibida. But just, you know, the contact tracing, my God, how difficult will that be to trace kung sino yung, yung contact ng 76 na to? So I think that as days went by, they felt that there was really a threat to the jail system. Kasi siguro yung una nung thinking nila, Paano magkakaroon ng coronavirus sa, sa bilangguan? Eh, hindi naman nakakalabas tong mga to, right? Wala silang exposure. And then, nung may suspicion na, doon siguro na naramdaman na, oh, okay, maybe there's a threat. And maybe that's what pushed them. So, Lian, where are we now? Anong hinihintay pa natin? And do you think ma- na malapit na mangyari to? I mean, if they're gonna decide to release prisoners, they have to do it as soon as possible. Yeah, oh eh. Kasi, I mean, time is ticking. So, it's not, diba, every day, there might be a coronavirus case. So, on Friday, and this is the urgency of the situation, the Supreme Court have had to schedule a special on-back session on Friday. Mag-online meeting ang mga magistrado. To tackle the petition of Kapatid Karapatan, represented by the National Union of People's Lawyers and the Public Interest, Interest Law Center, because they filed sila ng petition representing political prisoners, na sick, elderly, and vulnerable, yung mga may sakit, yung mga buntes ganon. Pero nilagay nila sa petition nila na while our petitioners are only these political prisoners, we are appealing for every prisoner who are simil- similarly situated. Pwede naman yun. Pwede kang mag-petition na ang petitioner mo lang itong mga to. But kung magkaka-decision, it will benefit everyone who's similarly situated. So, mass release din yung, yung gusto nila. The Supreme Court is gonna tackle that on Friday. And yun. So, pag nag-decide yung Supreme Court, that is gonna be the easiest and best solution. Because that's already your Supreme Court saying that. And that's what happened in India. Ngayon dun sa view court, yung mga convicts, Secretary Guevara is saying that the court no longer has jurisdiction on these people. 
they've already been judged by the courts, eh, diba? They're already serving sentence. So, Secretary Guevara is saying this will be a purely executive policy. So, siya talaga hinihintay. Whatever Secretary Guevara says, siya yung hinihintay. But yung letter ngayon ng Free Legal Assistance Group, it was addressed to Chief Justice Justado Peralta asking if he could convene the Justice Sector Coordinating Council. So it's the JSCC. JSCC. JSCC is made up of the Supreme Court, the Department of Justice, and the DILG. And FLAG is proposing that mag-meeting kayo. Kasi kung meron kayong gagawin response, mas maganda kung like all of you in one page, di ba? Para hindi iba-iba yung response natin dito. And it will have like a very strong hold. Kasi kayo na yung nagsabi niyan. So hindi natin alam. Um, the letter was already received by the Supreme Court. Hindi natin alam kung isasama ni Justice and ni Chief Justice Peralta in their agenda on Friday. And Secretary Guevara also told me that he raised the idea to the Chief Justice kung pwede nga bang mag-meeting yung JSCC pero hindi pa sila nag-meet. Perlian, we know naman yung history of how the current Supreme Court votes, ba, when it comes to to cases related to the government. Do you think ba you have a gut feeling that things will be different this time? Ang hirap kasing i-compare yung track record nila sa mga petition na concerned yung government. Kasi it's not really black and white if the government is for or against the release of prisoners. Mm-hmm. Kasi nakikita naman natin meron ng, uh, mer- meron ng mga positive development from the DILG uh-huh. and merong parang ray of hope sa DOJ. And we have to remember that it was the Supreme Court who made the GCTA retroactive. Mm-mm. Kaya nga nagkagulo-gulo sa good conduct time allowance eh. Kasi the Supreme Court made it so that it will benefit like sobrang daming prisoners para makalabas sila. Mm-mm. So the Supreme Court in that sense has ruled in favor of prisoners. So do you see courts cooperating? Kasi di ba na-mention mo kanina na minsan may parte or possible na mangyari na depende na to sa mga local courts. Do you see them cooperating? Ang hirap kasing ipasalalay sa local courts kasi yeah. the, the courts are passive. Hindi naman sila a-action kung walang petition or motion na lumapit sa kanila. We don't know kung meron ng mga motion na ganun sa local court. But the strategy of the legal groups have been to the Supreme Court. Kasi ang hirap nga naman kung iisa-isahin nila yung mga local courts na yan. And we did a story on a court in Naga where convicted of rape by sexual assault yung isang convict. Dapat laya na siya based on GCTA. Pero hindi siya makalaya because under the new IRR of GCTA, heinous crime siya. So hindi siya makaka-avail. And the judge had to make another ruling saying that rape by sexual assault is not a heinous crime just in order for that person to be freed. At sumulat na siya sa DOJ Uh-oh. at sinasabing, dito sa Naga, ang dami naming delay sa GCTA. So I think you should fast-track GCTA processes. And the DOJ is saying, pinaprocess nila, but until today, hindi pa rin nila sa akin sinasabi kung ilan na ba talaga yung na-process nilang GCTA releases ever since the scandal broke out. So, ako, sa pagtingin ko, and base na rin sa mga action ng mga legal groups, this will really come from a top-level approach. 
manggagaling talaga siya sa liderato ng DOJ, ng DILG, at ng Supreme Court. Ang hirap kung ang aasahan mo ay lower courts. Na-mention mo kanina yung GCTA. And we know naman the, the justice system is still reeling from that controversy. Do you think na ready na ba ngayon yung justice system na magpalaya ulit? Considering na I've read online mga comments na their concerns is baka maging next GCTA na naman to. Diba sabi nga nila, crisis really brings out um, leadership. So it's not a matter of kaya ba nila. It, this is the pandemic. Lahat naman tayo, hindi tayo ready. We are all not prepared. So I guess there is a high expectation that the justice system will adopt to the best that it can to respond to this problem. At yun nga, other countries have made an example. I mean, all of those countries, like for example, India, and for example, um, Iran, I mean, hindi naman sila kasing ganda ng prison system like ng United Kingdom, diba? But, but they were able to do it. Kasi wala na eh, we are caught in a bind. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're really gonna have to make adjustments. And yung isa sa mga recommendation ng House Justice Committee is to create an ad hoc committee composed of DOEJ, DILG, and Supreme Court to, ano, main st- to streamline the guidelines. Like, who are you gonna categorize as low-risk offender? How are you gonna assess if this person is eligible? Parang mahirap siya kasi nga yung GCTA, di ba? Ang hirap-hirap yeah. kasi ang panget ng records. Oo. But, you know, this is really a time for people to step up, I guess. At titignan natin kung paano sila magre-respond to this problem. May nakikita ka bang legal issues na pwedeng mag-rise up regarding dito sa possible release? You know, uh, the good and bad thing about the legal system is that everybody is free to challenge anything. So, yung nakikita kong, nakikita kong possible problema is kapag may na-release, tapos nabalitaan ng kamag-anak nung biktima or whatever, then they're gonna challenge that. Mm-hmm. Na, why was this person released? And things like that. Kaya, uh, malaki yung challenge para sa ad hoc committee kung mabubuo man yun or kung ano man yung, kung sino man yung mag, magga-guidelines, kung sino yung palalabasin mo. Baka ang gagawin kasi nila magiging conservative sila na ang papalabasin lang nila is yung no questions asked. They're not gonna free an Antonio Sanchez, kumbaga. Parang, I think they're gonna steer clear of like the heinous crimes. Kaya nga, ang laging sinasabi ng mga groups, low risk. So, sa BJMP, ito yung mga petty theft, Alam mo yun, yung mga kaya mong... Kasi nakita naman natin sa GCTA scandal that Filipinos are really out for blood. They cannot forgive that easily. Uh-oh. So mahirap sikmurain ng mga Pilipino na magpapalabas ka ng kriminal. So I think under consideration nila yon na ang papalabasin nila yung kayang sikmurain ng Pilipinong lalabas. Lian, do you think ba itong coronavirus pandemic and yung mga issues na naumusbong na kailangan bang ipalabas yung mga prisoners kasi baka sila maapektuhan din. Kasi nga, given yung conditions sa loob ng mga prison system ng Philippines, not just in Metro Manila but also outside province, maging catalyst ba to for eventual change within the system? Parang tingnan nila na parang, ay oo nga, baka in the future ng magka-pandemic ulit. Kasi we know naman, this is not the last. Kasi ang haba pa, baka mas lalo lumalapay situation. Are you optimistic na ganito yung mangyayari? I mean, do I have a choice not to be optimistic? Mm-hmm. Kasi alam mo yun, parang we can 
only just be hopeful that the responses in this pandemic will pave the way for better policies going forward. Mm-hmm. And decongesting jails has been a long-running problem and so many things have been done to try to address it. Like, di ba yung, yung justice zone nga, ito rin yung aim eh, mm-hmm. na decongest yung jail and now they're faced with this great problem na parang double, na yun nga, na it's a crisis but it's also an opportunity. So, itignan natin kung po- better policies are gonna be forged after the pandemic. Can we see an immediate action in the next few days, siguro? Or we're still seeing like weeks of discussion? I think that, I mean, I cannot impose my standards on the uh-huh. Supreme Court, yeah. no? pero I think they will have to move quickly. Kasi alam naman nila, I mean, they know that this is an urgent matter and that's why they called for a special on-back session on Friday. So, and yung petition naman, it's really time-sensitive, time eh. As in, kailangan na now. That, that, that is the request now. So, we're hopeful that we're gonna see a decision in the next few weeks, if not in the next few days. And I mean, that's just my hope. It's not my prediction or anything. Pero malinaw naman sa ating lahat, the time is of the essence. Yes. So, on that note, we have to wait as usual for what will happen next. We have to remember that the other countries too have started their own efforts to release prisoners, including India, Indonesia, Afghanistan, and even Myanmar. So parang it begs the question, what is the Philippines waiting for? But thank you, Lian, for joining me today and for explaining the issues surrounding this call. Kasi napaklear mo kung saan nanggagaling yung mga calls and also bakit parang may change of heart yung mga agencies involved. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, Huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rockler and Newsbreak sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. If you want to get access to exclusive content and events, join Rockler Plus. Plus is a community where we discuss and get deeper insights to the issues we face today. Sign up by visiting rockler.com plus. Kung meron ka naman gusto na topic na you think we should discuss in our podcast, email us at investigative at rockler.com. That's investigative at rockler.com. Again, I am Jodeska Villan, and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.